Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Hi, and welcome back to another exciting, stimulating, informative, and maybe challenging and hopefully restful episode of Naturopathy Today, because we are talking about insomnia. Good morning, Steve. Did you have a good night's sleep? I did have a good night's sleep, and I believe I'm very fortunate that that's my norm. Uh, When I don't sleep well, just one night not sleeping well disrupts my whole next day, and I can hardly imagine how challenging it is for people who deal with it chronically. So I'm excited that we're going to help some people understand that they don't have to be fully living with this challenge. There are things that they can do positively. Absolutely. And I think last week you shared about the dark room and some other things that you do. Uh, I know we also talked about discipline because I shared, you know, mine that body clock and how by having a routine, your body automatically responds. Sometimes even when you don't want it to, it starts into it's, you know, you start yawning around 830. At least we do. We start yawning. (laughs) All right. Time to turn off the tube, go read and then uh, go to sleep. So today we're going to jump in with restless sleep because there are a lot of folks out there that deal with it. And on some levels, I don't know that you're aware of what's going on when you're sleeping. You know, even with restless sleep, my wife tells me that I I toss and turn a lot. I'm a restless sleeper. I know one thing that I do is that my body runs hot. So I'm always looking for the cold spot. I'm exactly the same way. I was just thinking that as you said it, that's what I'm looking for when I turn over, get back to the cool side. And when that gets hot, back to the cool side (laughs) you know and it's amazing how where you were sleeping and it's hot you find the cool side you get there you make that hot and then you can go back to where you were and yes it's cool again so really interesting so some of the other symptoms or signs feeling uncomfortable and sometimes it's the bed where the bed is too hard or too soft and you sink into it and on sometimes the mattress gets old and so there are hills and valleys and that too can make for an uncomfortable sleep one of the other things was you know feeling half asleep or that you're not sleeping deeply and waking up you know for us guys more so than women you know as we age some of us have prostate issues so with a swollen prostate you get up two three times a night to urinate and especially if you drink you know, like sleepy time tea or chamomile, you know, around seven, eight o'clock, you know, your last imbibbing of something, then uh, yeah, you're going to end up getting up a couple of times. I don't know if you find that to be true for yourself as well. Oh, I find it very true. I'm at that age too, Michael. And fortunately, I'm able to go back to sleep almost every time I get up, I stumble to the bathroom back and then I'm asleep. And I'm very grateful for that wake up in the morning and 
uh, asked my wife how she goes, and she goes, oh, I slept eight hours, didn't get up all night, and I'm <laughs> go, lucky <Yeah>. you. <laughs> yeah, I usually get up 4.35, and uh, sometimes I can't go back, that's my last wake up, and I, I cannot go back to sleep, and so I say, ah, you know, I just get up and go to work, I start my writing early in the morning. Anyway. Well, you know, Michael, there used to be this saying that an hour of sleep before midnight was worth two hours after midnight. I don't know if you ever heard that that saying. I don't know that it's true, but I got to think in your case, you know, you're talking about 9 o'clock, waking up at four thirty, five o'clock. It sounds to me like you're maybe getting the eight hours that they recommend. And so, you know, do you get that much sleep? Do you need that much sleep? And is the fact that you're going to bed earlier and getting up earlier, is, is that of any consequence? Doesn't seem to be. I still have the energy of a 70-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's really, I love, yeah, obviously, you know, I like to joke. Yeah, no, I still have energy of a 50-year-old. I think that by, because of my diet, because of my supplementation, and because I do get anywhere from six and a half to eight hours sleep almost every single night consistently, that I have the vibrance and vitality of a younger human being. My chronological age is far exceeds my mental age, but yeah, I, I have a lot of vitality. Well, and I think, I think that's an important point because that's really what we're looking for is the vitality that takes us through life. We should expect to have some vibrancy as we age as well. I think that's the norm. This is, I think, part of the promise that we bring to people that if you do these things, you'll reap the benefits over time. Absolutely. And you know, it's really interesting the body will respond quicker. I mean, I have found this with my products, not to plug my wonderful, fantastic, fabulous products. However, when I talk to people that try them for the first time, in fact, I had a consultation with somebody who got some samples and told me they were absolutely astounded that they could feel the difference so quickly. And from my point of view, it's really because most people are nutritionally starved. You know, you eat the American diet, it is so processed, you're lacking nutrients so that when the body finally gets a good meaningful amount, because you know, I'm all about high potencies, you get a meaningful amount, the body's saying, Oh, my God, thank God, we've got a meal, we've got what we need. You know, because I think we talked about this, that the body runs on enzymes and proteins, and that your B vitamins are technically coenzymes. So they're absolutely foundationally essential for good health and vitality. And I think that most people are malnourished overfed and malnourished seems know? to be the standard american diet gives us that result you know and i think that's what sad oh yes yeah, sad there we go okay so moving along uh some of the things about how you can tell you're having a rough night sleeping obviously if you wake up tired and exhausted in the morning not only is it a sign of insomnia possibly but it certainly is a definite sign of hypoglycemia which we talked about early on in our episodes. And the fix was just fixing your adrenal glands and panathenic acid, vitamin C are keys. You know, if you have apnea, that's a whole other animal. Loud snoring is yet another thing, which could be inflammation of that little hunk that hangs down. And, you know, so when you have things like that, 
look at anti-inflammatories, look at proteolytic enzymes, look at diuretics to help the body slough off that extra water because it's everywhere. It's not just in your ankles. You know, people look, oh, I got swollen ankles. No, you got swollen everything. So by doing some of these things, you could improve your breathing capacity. You may even be able to get rid of apnea and snoring. And also another thing for snoring is sleeping on two pillows. I don't know if <laughs> that made me flash on agita or acid indigestion, reflux disease. I remember before I ever created my product for that, can't say what it is because I, I use the word disease. However, I remember I used to tell clients, you know, sleep on two pillows and take a shot of aloe juice before you go to bed for acid indigestion. Did you have you ever tried aloe for that? Have you ever had that kind of indigestion where you drank some aloe? Well, I love aloe juice. Unfortunately, my stomach is usually very good to me. And I'm so grateful for that. But I have had occasions where when I overindulge, I'll have that kind of um, episode. Unfortunately, it's not very severe, doesn't usually disrupt me for too long. It would be, it used to be for me. Now, yeah. obviously, I have the antacid, which I recommend. And, and on occasion, I too will end up getting indigestion, especially if I have fish and wine and I'll wake up with indigestion. I'll take one or two of the antacids, chew them, and within minutes, I'm back asleep. It's really, you know, talking about acid reflux, the deal with acid reflux, and if you look at the commercials, they make you think you're producing too much acid, right? That's what it is. That's what they say. That's what they say, the proton pump. But the reality is, and I, I explain this to, to people, look at the size of your mouth based on your body. Now, think about the size of a mouth on a cell. We are talking teeny, tiny, micro, nano, pico size. So what happens? So the food for the cell has to be broken down into nano pico particles. How does that occur? Well, digestion begins in the mouth with the saliva. Everything gets into your stomach. Now, you don't feel this necessarily, but obviously your pancreas is secreting enzymes. The wall of the lining of your stomach is also secreting enzymes, as well as manipulating it, massaging it, so that the enzymes break down the food into what we call technically chyme to get into the intestinal tract. Well, in that agitation process, what happens is that because the sphincter at the bottom of the esophagus, top of the stomach, doesn't close because most people are minerally compromised. You know, they buy a one a day. It has minimal amounts of minerals. They don't take an extra multi-mineral, which everybody should take at night. And so the, this muscle does not close completely. And so they get from the agitation blowback. And that's where the acid indigestion is coming from in truth. So by taking minerals, now let me rephrase that, depending upon how long you have had acid indigestion, acid reflux, whether or not it can be fixed is another story. If you catch it early on, multi-minerals would certainly help that part of the body function properly and close that sphincter. And that would get rid of the acid reflux once and for all. Well, Mike, 
Michael, if I could just interject here and I just, you know, you didn't ask me to say this and I know we're not here to, you know, talk about products necessarily, but I have to say that the product that you created, Antacid, um, in my life as a retailer, that was my go-to product for people who were looking for an alternative that they could take throughout the day, that it was easy to take, it would give them relief. You know, that's a great formula. And I want people to know that it's good to try to overcome these problems by changing those things in your life. But when you need relief and people who do deal with this chronically really do need this relief, they're going to get that from your antacid. And I just want to say, you know, thank you for creating that. And again, you didn't ask me to endorse it. Um, I do it of my own free will because I have had experience and I have helped many people um, with that product. So I hope it's okay to, to interject that. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, obviously, I'm okay. Anybody wants to talk about my products and what they do for them, <laughs> I'm always good with that. <laughs> but uh, well, I'm a but, big fan. Thank you. You know, I've been very blessed. I really have. And, and I thank all of one of my teachers and my clients because I got to experiment. You know, what you learn in school is one thing, but practical reality is a whole other animal sometimes. And what they tell you will work for something doesn't always work for that thing, at least not fast enough. Because in my practice, my rule of thumb was you'll feel better in three days or you get your money back. My attitude about life is you either know what you're doing or you don't. You can only BS so far and then it catches up to you. If you have, and this goes for everybody's formulas, including my own. If you have a formula that you bought at the health food store or online, unfortunately, I think you really should support your local health food store. And it doesn't work for you. There are certain reasons. One, it really could be the product that there's not enough of what you really need in it to make it work. Number two, you may not be taking enough of it because the way the human body works is you have to raise whatever nutrient you are compromised the most in and bring it up to baseline. Once you're at baseline, your body will begin to respond. Second thing or third thing, maybe you consume too much dairy. Dairy creates phlegm and mucus. Everybody thinks lungs and sinuses, but the congestion is in the intestinal tract as well, and it clogs up the little orifices so you don't get the nutrients into the bloodstream that you need. So there are all these different little nuances as to why you may not get results. So I would say to you, one, minimize your dairy, minimize your grains. They too cause phlegm and mucus. Increase what you're taking if you're not getting results because you should see something in the first bottle. And if you're not, then you should try something else. And, and if you try one of my products, same thing occurs. Try somebody else's because all of us are biochemically different. And even though I may formulate based on my experience with clients and come up with what I consider to be an average or a norm, doesn't necessarily mean it'll work in your situation. So anyway, there are some thoughts on that. Anyhow, I don't know if you wanted to add to that, Steve, or... No, I think you covered it pretty well. It's one of those little paths off to the side. We're always happy to explore. <laughs> okay, so... Insomnia, we've go, you know, gone over a bunch of the different signs. So 
here's some of the things to use to really get it under control and help you sleep better. We talked about doing a multi-mineral at night, specifically calcium and magnesium are fabulous. The magnesium specifically is a relaxer, but as you've heard me say, don't ever do anything by it. It's lonesome. That's why I believe in complete multi-mineral because now you're getting everything you need you're not going to create any imbalances. Some of the herbs that, that I know are excellent nervines are passionflower, hops, valerian, skullcap. Steve, what herbs would you throw in there? Are there any others that you can think of? Oh, well, I think uh, you mentioned chamomile earlier in our discussion. Um, also, you know, a tea like Sleepy Time, a classic tea blend that's designed to give people a variety of these herbs. I think there are numerous good herb companies out there that have sleep formulas. And, you know, I know you like formulas as well. I do too. But, you know, each of these herbs that you mentioned all have a long history and they can be used by themselves. Certainly they can be used in combination. They can be used with your minerals or, and other nutraceuticals. So, I, what I really like about this is letting people know that there are multitude or multiple options that Absolutely. they can look to, because as you said, we're all different. So you got to find the one that works for you and don't be afraid to try. I love the fact that you stand behind your products. And, you know, in, in my history, I look always for companies that stand behind their products. And when a company does that, they're willing to back up their products uh, for the consumer. That tells me that they know what they're doing. They have confidence in what they're doing. And they get very few returns because of that, because their products are effective. So try them and then learn from your experience. It's everybody's individual journey. You got to find out for yourself what works. We're simply your guides, as you've mentioned, Michael. And if we can help anybody by giving them these lists, I'm happy to do that. So yes, a long answer to a short question. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it takes a lot of words to get a thought to a place of clarity that people can get it. Uh, we live in a very- well, One of the things I, I might say, I'm sorry to interrupt here. If taste is an issue for people, go for the chamomile and not the valerian root. <laughs> Okay, and so we're, we're at the end, but I have to share a story with you about valerian root. And also, you know, not only is it a calmative, do you know it's also good for pain? It's really a yes, good- Yes, I've heard that. It is a good pain reliever along with uh, like white willow bark. Anyway, so I'm, I'm a rep for Nature's Plus back in the day when I first came into the health food industry. And I walk into a store in Washington, D.C. And I walk in and Oh my God. I said to the guy, I'm sorry, but what is that smell? He said, ah, he said, tell you what, and this is a long, narrow store. He said, you see the door all the way at the back of the store? I said, yeah. He said, open the door, go up the stairs and tell me what you find. So I walk back, I go up the stairs, halfway up the stairs, there is a box of, you remember Select Tea? I think there's, I don't know if they're still yes. around or not. Yes, of but course. But it was a, a box of valerian root wrapped in three sheets of plastic. <laughs> and when I got close, I said, oh my God, dirty, rotten socks, Turkish tobacco, because I was stationed in Turkey. So I knew the aroma. You knew. 
And I said, oh my God, that was my first encounter with valerian root. Uh, today, it doesn't seem to be <clears throat> as aromatic as it was back then. In fact, I think everything, you know, you talk about chamomile tea, Phil, Phyllis and I were talking about this last night because that's one of our favorite teas at night. That and celestial season sleepy time. I remember going to the health food store and buying the chamomile flowers from yeah. Germany in bulk. Today, you don't see them anymore. So, no. so much from it, our It's day. a different marketplace, so for sure. And, and I remember buying those fresh flowers myself and, and how flavorful and effective they are. Yes, that they are. And being effective on that note, I will effectively say adios for now, y'all. And Steve, thank you for co-hosting with me. And hopefully we help people gain another insight into this, that, and the other. Uh, That's my pleasure, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate the opportunity to share what we have both learned. I mean, we come from different experiences. Yep. We can complement each other and help our listeners. So I'm proud to do that. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. And uh, ladies, gentlemen, and children everywhere, hopefully we'll see you all next week on Naturopathy Today. Take care, be well, and God bless. Bye-bye, folks. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.